This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 317 of the Dressage Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network, brought to you by the United States Para Equestrian Association and TotalSaddleFit.com. This is Regina Christo from Sand Lake, New York. And this is Ellie Brimmer from Wellington, Florida, and you're listening to Dressage Radio Show. How are you doing, Al? I'm good. How are you? How's your summer going? Oh, it's been really busy, and uh, it's just been super busy with horse shows and um, a new job working for Dover Saddle Repart Line, which I'm super, really, really enjoying. And, uh, well, you know, summer's going to fly by, so we're trying to pack a lot of things in. So how's everything down in Wellington? Awesome. Oh, it's really hot. Um, I just got in my in my car this afternoon after I saw a movie, and it was uh, 106 degrees inside. Oh. So that was, oh, my goodness. Uh, I, was, I was complaining because it was 87 here in New York today, and it was very humid. But, oh, I shouldn't complain, I guess. Yeah, you know, and the, the horses have been good. We've been uh, utilizing the covered arena and uh, little trail rides early in the morning. So uh, they've been, uh, Louie's been adapting well to the heat. So Great, great. Yeah. Good. So we have uh, a lot of busy things going on with the paraquestrians right now. We, oh, my uh, gosh. yeah. It's been crazy. Just finishing up a show out in California that was uh, really successful mm-hmm. for uh, the U.S. And uh, we have some of our para riders over in uh, France competing, and they're doing wonderful. Yeah. Um, uh, Gigi's back from Europe. She was over there and did a fantastic job as well. Um, mm-hmm. We have a symposium coming up in Maine soon, and some of our young riders going uh, to Kentucky in a few weeks. So, boy, it's busy, busy. Oh, yeah, it's good. You know, it's so nice that we have so many things going on at at so many different levels. There's a lot of opportunities for people, um, for sure. And uh, it's really nice to see how the sport's growing, and it keeps continuing to grow with all of this activity going on. Oh, definitely. And I think it's so cool that the uh, we have our, our young rider team going uh, to co- to Kentucky for the first time. Um, that para equestrian uh, is a division with the young riders, and the team is very excited. I actually saw uh, Sydney Collier, who is on the team. I saw her at the horse show this weekend in New York, and she is so excited to uh, get down to Kentucky. So I think, and I think you're going to be there um, volunteering, and uh, yeah. I am. Cer- I am certainly going to try to get down there just for the weekend. Yeah. So I volunteered at a. NHAYRC for the past couple years um, in the dressage division, and it's nice because they're utilizing some of the same judges. I'm going to be able to um, to volunteer for both sports, uh, so I can see a little bit of everything. And uh, oh, that sounds fun! I was in, yeah, for sure. It's really, really oh. hot, but we always have a good time. Oh, that's good. Well, we also want to remind our listeners to uh, keep an eye on our website, which is uh, USPEA.org, where we keep everything updated and results from horse shows and what's going on uh, in the paraquestrian world. So don't forget to check out um, the website. And uh, there's lots of opportunities out there. So we hope to see a lot of para riders around this uh, summer and fall. Yeah, 
So our first guest this evening is Lara Ol. She is a grade three para rider from Utah, and uh, she just competed in our California CTEDI. Hey, Lara. Um, welcome to the radio show. Thanks for joining us. So now you just finished up uh, your first CTEDI three star in uh, California. Can you tell us about that and how that all went? Wow, that was so exciting. I mean, it couldn't have been. You know, nothing could have been worse almost than the first TDI I tried in California where my horse got a stone mm-hmm. bruise two years ago and we didn't even oh. pass the jog. But so this one was That's exciting. Like, yeah, this, so we, when I passed the jog, I was excited. I was like, this is already mm-hmm. better. And then my yeah. horse went out, went out there like a rock star and just, um, surprised everybody, even me. I mean, we surprised ourselves. We'd never been with three judges or international judges, and we weren't sure what to expect. We thought she was good, but um, apparently they did too. So I was really excited. We won, um, we got a 69 of almost the first day and uh, won that class and then the grade three, and then we got a 67 about the second day. We made a couple of mistakes and still won that class. And then the third day, we did really well, but, that, you know, amazing Kate Shoemaker. She went out there and just crushed the uh, the uh, freestyle and got the high score of the day. Awesome. So, um, yeah, so I was really excited for her. Yeah, she's my idol. She's one of my idols. So, yeah. Laura, tell us a little bit about your new horse and uh, how you found her and uh, and how that all worked out. Well, it's kind of a little bit of a long story, but I can tell in a couple minutes. I was so lucky. My horse Slate, um, after that CDI in two years ago, he just had a stone bruise. We showed the rest of the summer. He did great. He taught me so much. And um, we went to a clinic, um, one of the the Carlisle Academy symposiums, and he was a rock star there. He everybody loved him, and but he just um, in. Uh, I guess last February, he went, uh, he pulled a suspensory. And so I thought, I'm done. I can't afford a new horse. I can't afford to replace him. Then I certainly can't afford to buy like an FBI horse, you know, because he wasn't super FBI quality. He was great, you know, quality, but not FBI quality. And um, two days later, this horse comes up on the local classifieds down the street. She was down the street from my barn. And um, we went and looked at her and she's a Canadian warm blood. She's 17 too and was bred for dressage or jumping. And the owner had just not pursued showing with her. She kind of hacked her around for seven years and she hadn't been shown since 2008. And uh, we started showing her that first summer and we, you know, we were still working everything out, but we did really well last summer and then we both worked on getting stronger this winter and we came out this winter even stronger. And, um, I'm, I'm, she's like a fairy tale. I can't even, I can't even believe that I own this horse. That's so cool. That's so cool. You know, sometimes the, you think you have to search so far and wide to, to get a really great pair of horse and you just kind of found her right, right near you. Yeah, um, it was just amazing. Like I said, no one really, not many people knew she was there because the woman had never shown her. Um, she had planned to show her when she first bought her, and she'd spent, you know, a good deal of money on her. But 
her life changed and she just never ended up doing it. And um, then she had, she was moving to Mexico and she wanted her to have a good home. And she, she said, Bella is really picky about who she likes and doesn't like. And when I came up and Bella liked me, she's like, I want you to have her. And so we worked. She's like, we'll make it work. Yeah. It was a, it was like um, a, a dream come true. Now, um, for some of our listeners that aren't as familiar with the paradressage, can you explain to us a little bit about um, the grade three, um, how the grade three tests ride, and what makes you a grade three rider? Sure. Um, in 2006, I was in a skiing accident that damaged my spinal cord. Um, it wasn't a complete um, spinal cord injury, luckily. I'm still able to walk. My right arm was completely paralyzed. And then I got a blood clot on my spinal cord and it caused like stroke-like symptoms in my right leg. Mm-hmm. So grade, grade three, you know, the grades go up, the, the more impaired people are grade one and then the less impaired, least impaired people are grade four. And I'm a grade three and, you know, I, I kind of like you have, I have two impaired limbs. That's kind of one way one of the profiles that can get you into grade three and you do, you know, walk, trot and canter. Um, but I don't do some of the harder things that grade four does. Could you tell us a little bit? I know you've been to a couple of symposiums and um, different educational events. Could you um, tell us the importance of those for para riders and, um, what you learn from them and why you think it's a great reason for people to attend them? Yeah, I, that was my very first, um, exposure to this. I was only kind of taking therapeutic riding dressage lessons like once a week. And I kind of won an award through PATH, the Professional Association of Therapeutic Horsemanship. And I went to the um, award ceremony and Sue Grant from Carlisle came up to me and said, you are a pararider. You need to come to our U.S. paraquestrian training camp. And I'm like, you know, I know I'm not, I'm just doing my training level stuff. She goes, no, you've had horses your whole life, you know, and you've been riding your whole life and we need people like you in the United States. And so she talked me into to checking it out. And the second I met all the people and learned all about it at that symposium, um, we decided to go for it and move to a place where we could get training because my, I mean, my house, the husband, I relocated here to be closer to my trainer. I was driving like two hours each way to visit my trainer. But anyways, the, um, the symposiums are great because then the next year I took my trainer to one of the symposiums where it was trained the trainer and she learned a lot. And then um, later on that year, I was able to take slate and take my own horse to the Western Symposium. And that made, that was huge. It's a good thing to kind of go in your first beginning and learn the rules and meet the people. That's the best part of meeting the people, I think, and making the connections. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I, but I borrowed horses the first two times. And so it really kind of all came together for me when I had my own horse. And then, of course, they had another one. Um, it wasn't a Carlisle one, but there was a, a clinic after the CDI show in California and um, I was able to ride Bella in it, and my trainer was able to ride Bella. So they were giving my trainer um, help. And I mean, that's just priceless. Um, so now you've also tried a little bit about para reining. Uh, can you <laughs> tell us about that? 
Wow. Um, man, para-raining is so much fun. I, I can't even talk about it without smiling. Uh, I can't explain it as much as it's like riding an amusement park ride versus maybe doing like a, to me, doing like a, a super technical thing. But of course, I don't know all the techniques. I'm sure there's a ton of technical aspects to training those horses. Don't get me wrong. That has to be hard because the horses that I rode were so push button. I could not even believe it. Those horses are perfect for para riders. I mean, they mm-hmm. are trained to the, you know, to do everything that they're trained to do with one hand so that people can like hold on to the horn if they need to. And it helps me because I'm only one handed and it doesn't hurt my hand as much because you don't have to have connection to the bridle. Mm-hmm. I mean, really when you ride a good rainer, you don't use the, you don't use the reins hardly at all. You, you certainly don't pull on them to stop. And so it was super easy on my hand and I loved it, but, uh, boy, it's a, it's a kick. I would recommend any, anybody try it. Um, I was just super lucky. I was able to ride a horse that won like $125,000 in his career. And, um, he and I kind of, I went to a camp, I went to a camp and I got to learn to learn him a little bit, but we didn't really click until that last day. And then we went out into the show pen and I learned to just kind of stay out of his way and let him Mm -hmm. do it. And he did his thing. And we've kind of, it was kind of a fluke win, you know, I mean, it it was exciting and it was so much fun. And I won this trophy that normal people spend years and years and years trying to get and never get, you know, and I Mm -hmm. got to ride a horse that normal people never get the chance to ride. But, um, you know, of course, riding my horse, Bella, that we've worked so hard was kind of more gratifying in dressage than, you know, but Rainy, I'm going back, I'm doing it again, I'm excited about it, and it may sort of end up being, yeah, maybe my future, because my hand just gets too, um, I mean, my hand falls asleep at night, you know, from overuse, Mm -hmm. and Rainy might Mm -hmm. come in my future as I get a little older. Yeah, it's um but, it's nice that there are more para disciplines coming online um as another para rider so you feel like there's all kinds of uh options and different avenues and things to go in. Uh, yeah, and I even so, tried the driving. They had the driving clinic out west and oh, they yeah, let me yeah. drive one of the horses that's he's meddled too, you know. I mean, that horse was is a fantastic driving horse. Uh, and, um, anyway, so that was really fun, but I just don't think, you know, with my one hand, that's mm-hmm. not necessarily my yeah. forte. <laughs> mm-hmm. Although they, one-handed people do it. There's no doubt about it, but I think para is more, or para reigning is kind of more up my alley for the future, but I'm going to ride Bella until, you know, we're done us middle, we're kind of middle-aged uh-huh. late, and then we'll, we'll reevaluate. But Very cool. I just, I wanted to say something, you know, I went to the World Cup and I was, um, I went and met a whole bunch of people and I was really lucky, uh, you know, uh, in Para, we don't get a lot of the financial support that a lot of the mm-hmm. upper level, you know, dressage riders get. And I just want to mention that I I picked up some really nice sponsors and that kind of legitimizes mm-hmm. our sport. And I really want to yeah. um, shout out to them and say thank you to mm-hmm. Arista. And Coach, that's the new thing that you can talk to. And I got yeah. two local two local ones. Breaks Only help, is helping me pay for all my um, showing expenses, a lot of my showing expenses. Yep. 
And our tire place here put all the tires on my trailer so we could make it out to California safe. So oh, I how think wonderful. Yeah, the more sponsors people can get, um, the more it kind of legitimizes our sport because most of us are trying to do a king sport on a pauper's <laughs> salary. So I want to yeah, thank you. People have to remember that it's not just the money that you need for sponsorship. It's tires, it's entry fees, and it's battle pads and, you know, equipment. So it could actually be, you know, something tangible that people could actually see you using and help, you know, every little thing you can get helps, you know, to make you successful. I think, mm-hmm. so. It's, you know, sponsorship should be a two-way street. It's not just, you know, um, yeah, so you should help them generate business with your um, advertisement. Absolutely, oh, yeah. absolutely. Well, it's been great talking to you, and it sounds like you are just rocking and rolling and having a great time and uh, being successful. And uh, we hope whatever you have planned in the near future is uh, just as fun. Um, and thank you so much for joining us tonight. Yeah, you too. I haven't seen you guys in about a year, but hopefully I'll see you soon in Texas. Total Saddle Fit, the shoulder relief girth that Reese and Philip both love. And here's why. The Saddle Fit solution you have been waiting for is finally here. TotalSaddleFit.com is proud to introduce the shoulder relief girth. This strategically shaped girth actually moves the girth line of your saddle back over one inch thereby freeing your horse's shoulders from the saddle. Traditional girths pull saddles up against a horse's shoulders and often over the top of the shoulders. The shoulder relief girth's recessed ends allow for the billets to buckle into the girth farther back to give your horse unparalleled freedom of motion. We are so certain that your saddle will fit better and your horse will be more comfortable that for a limited time we are offering a 30-day, 110% money-back guarantee. If you are not totally satisfied with your shoulder relief girth, send it back for a full refund plus 10% of the purchase price. Don't wait. Order now for the best saddle fit solution available. At TotalSaddleFit.com. Visit TotalSaddleFit.com. Our next guest uh, today is Cambry Caller, and she is also from Utah, and we're uh, thrilled to have her on the show. Hi, Cambry. Thank you for joining Ellie and I on the uh, show tonight. How are you doing out there? I'm good. Thanks for having me on the show. Great. Well, we're excited to have you. Can you start off by just uh, telling our audience a little bit about yourself and, uh, and about your horse? Yeah, sure. Um, so I'm a grade 1B para rider. I've been competing for about a year, and um, prior to competing uh, para dressage, I was a horse vaulter, so I used to do gymnastics on horseback, and um, I got paralyzed in kind of a fluke accident where I um, landed wrong and broke my back and severed my spinal cord. So I am a paraplegic, and I ride the grade 1B now in para dressage. And my partner is Mark Gard Donawind. He's a Danish warm blood, and he's 17 years old this year. Uh, I think you have a little bit of showing in the, in the past uh, recently. Can you tell us a little bit how that went? Yeah, it's been fun. Um, we're a fairly new partnership. We, I got him about a year and a half ago, but then I was injured. So we've only been competing um, technically a year from yesterday. So we've made it to about 
eight shows just in that little time. And I've really enjoyed it. It's always been kind of a new atmosphere. And so we have to get to know each other a little bit at each show. And you know how it goes. It's like a covered arena is totally different from an outdoor arena. So we're still learning from all the experiences and all the showings. And we really enjoy it. Now, um, I heard through the grapevine that you guys had a really excellent experience with the, <laughs> um, the symposium with Carlo Lopez. After the show, mm-hmm. can you uh, can you talk a little bit about the symposium and what you guys worked on and how it all went? Sure. Yeah, so I was really excited to go to the symposium and kind of blessed to be able to go because we, we've been competing lots of local shows and we don't get a whole lot of feedback. So it was awesome to get feedback from Carlos Lopez. Um, mm-hmm. He talked to us a lot about our walk or Donnie's walk and how to kind of get more energy through it and um, more more pliable and he helped me I actually rode a different horse the first day to learn a little bit more about me and and what my ability was with my shoulders and just my upper body and the balance that I Mm -hmm. have and how in tune I can be with the horse so that was cool focused Mm -hmm. more on the rider the first day and then the second day focused on our partnership and how to communicate better and prepare better for our tests just through communication it was really neat because he had me use the two whips that I normally use, um, but Uh I really use them more in line like I would a leg. So we kind of experimented with the whips as my legs, and it was a really neat experience. I'm really glad Mm -hmm. he came out to kind of show us all our flaws and then to help us work on that. So we've got a lot of homework. Yeah. We get get so few opportunities with those Olympic-level judges. It's really nice to get a chance to to see how those all work. And now... Um, we also have coming online this year, uh, the young riders at NHAYRC for, uh, paradressage. And I believe you are, uh, you are eligible for that. Um, can you tell us a bit more about that? Yeah. Okay. So Donnie and I had to, um, go through a series of competitions, um, within the last year to get, um, qualified to be nominated on the team. So we went to a bunch of shows just this spring and got our scores that we needed and we are on the team to go to Young Riders which is really pretty amazing because it's the first year that Paradressage is at Young Riders. So I'm just so excited to go out with my teammates. So I believe it's Sydney Collier, Kate Schumacher and I believe Elle Faulkner is coming. I'm not sure though. But yeah. we are going to mm-hmm. the Young Riders and I'm really excited about it to kind of um, showcase our sport and to just represent the young riders and pair dressage. So, no, that sounds great. Now, when when is that? Uh, I think uh, coming up soon, correct? Yeah, it's July. In, we leave in like three weeks. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're that'll be great. We're grateful to yeah get all this information from the symposium and see what our scores were and what to work on and prepare more for the young riders that's coming up here soon and yeah it should be good that sounds like a great plan awesome so can you tell us a little bit also about your recent graduation we uh (laughs) heard that you were a recent graduate can you tell us a little bit about what you're doing in the your education department yes yes i'm so happy that i'm done with school but i'm more excited about the degree that i have So I graduated um, from the University of Utah with my degree in occupational therapy. 
and it's actually a master's program. So I just finished that in May. And I hope to be working this fall, kind of after the craziness of show season. And my plan is to work with individuals that have spinal cord injuries, like myself, get back into their daily life activities. So anything that's really meaningful or purposeful in their life, I'm going to help them figure out how to do it again, um, just like the therapist did for me. So that's like learning how to get dressed again or how to shower again or how to get in and out of your car with a wheelchair. Um, all those little things that we kind of, I guess, take for granted before they're difficult to do. And so I'm going to hopefully teach other individuals that are newly paralyzed how to get back to life. So that's the first plan. And then eventually I want to go down the road into the hippotherapy department and work with children. I really enjoy working with children with autism. So not just children with autism, but children with any sort of disability. I'd love to combine my passion for horses and see them use that therapeutic relationship for their good. Well, thank you so much for uh, joining us on the call, Cambry, and uh, good luck at NHAYRC, and I'm sure you guys will have a wonderful show. Thank you so much. We are excited, and we will see you there, and hope to do Paradressage proud. You can find our show notes and links to today's guests on the website at dressageradio.com. Just like us on Facebook, just search for Dressage Radio Show. Follow us on Twitter at Horse Radio. You can learn more about the United States Paraquestrian Association at USPA.org and on our Facebook page. Don't forget to check out the other shows at Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com. You cannot train a horse with shouts and expect it to obey a whisper. 